1: Welcome back everyone to Neo Reality Collective Reviews. We're back with the Destiny of X Saga and the Immortal X-Men. Immortals. Immortals. Must do that mandatorily. So, when we last left off, the Hellfire Gala was approaching and Mr. Sinister is up to being Mr. Sinister. And Destiny has realized that Mystique is going to die in one of the, in the many visions that foresee the future. So... Yeah, that ended depressingly. Oh, by the way, the Eternals are about to come and destroy everything, so <laughs> we'll just wait for that. Also, uh, this also ties it. Also Issue 4, which feature- which is starring Emma Frost, and uh, featuring this gorgeous cover by Mark Brooks and, well, Emma Frost in bed, with red pillows all over her, so red blankets and everything, so I'm pretty sure someone's gonna find, a- find an enjoyment out of that. Uh, I can honestly imagine Emma Frost using this as a as a pinup for a magazine if she ever was interested. But anyways, so Emma Frost will be the main character for issue four of Immortal X Men as we deal with the fallout that what happened in the pages of the X Men. You see, what happened in the pages of X Men is that now the world knows about mutant resurrections. Not the full details like who the how the resurrections happen, but well, the the procedural stuff that goes onto it, like how the mutants keep coming back, they can keep getting revived, but the world's now kind of jealous at the fact that you gave us five years of life with these petals. Now we want to be immortal, too. Uh, the humans. I sure hope none of them expect genocide to happen to them or anything Because my god, if they cheered for genocide against the mutants again, I will scream Definitely not a reference to anything happening in later issues No way possible so yeah, the Hellfire Gala had passed. This takes place a little bit before and then after the Hellfire Gala. And there was this handsome devil there that was watching Spider-Man get into a fight with Proteus as more Metagra went ahead and had Mary Jane Watson kidnapped. So, hijinks ensued after that. And Emma Frost was going ahead and commenting about how no one should invite Spider-Man. So, yeah. Newton's uh, resurrection is now of public knowledge, thanks to Cyclops and uh, Ben York. Uh, so that wasn't good. And now our father now has to navigate through the waters of, well, this and the Gala, so uh, yeah, th- this might be a problem. So after these commercial breaks, let's dig right into Immortal X-Men issue number 4 by Karen Gillian with a different artist on board but the same colorist for this special issue of the post-Hellfire Gala Aftermath. Stay tuned everybody, we'll be back after these messages.
0: We're back everybody, let's dig right into Immortal
1: X-Men Issue 4. Krakoa, Night Time. I have a secret. Oh god, I'm a frost. Everyone on this island has secrets, even you admitted it. On this island of secrets. It's but a small one, but it's a secret none- nonetheless. I've taken to sleeping in my diamond form. Ah uh, yes, I want to go ahead and look awesome in the process. Where I asked, I say it's a defense. The Psychic is most vulnerable when dreaming. Best to pull up the Castle Drawbridge before you settle down to sleep. Ah, uh, yes. Uh, so this is the thing. So in Inferno, she took her Diamond Form after she learned what Mort and Metagra had done, because at first I didn't know why, but then I looked it up after I read the issues and everything. Uh, that, yes. Uh, Apparently, when she's in her diamond form, they can't read her mind. So, awesome defense. It's a line, as in another line of defense. I sleep in this form because a diamond is unaging. Do you think me shallow? Mere vanity is the least of my flaws. I can admit that to myself, even if to no one else. Yes, I can admit this drastic thing that I do on my own to everyone, but ev- but, my, but to everyone, not really, but myself. Not even Cyclops, even though we're kind of in this mixed relationship kind of thing. I've done worse than vanity. Far worse. I've done petty. I made a girl think she cooked her own horse so much so she come to me for sympathy. So, yeah, that was Firestar she's referencing. Yeah, I did not know that. And when I looked it up, I was like, oh! Oh, Emma, you stone cold, you know what? A stone cold bee. So, yeah, it turns out there's this horse called Butter Rum. Okay, I-, I-, I question the name. So. Firestar had this horse. Emma tricked her into. Emma killed it to make Firestar and frame Firestar like she burned it alive, and hijinks ensued after that. And yeah, let's just say it didn't end well for anybody, and Emma Frost has been trying to make amends with her since. She even tried at the Hellfire Gal and even nominated her for the X Men as a way to start mending the fences. I wasn't at my best. Yeah, you could say that again. Let's just say Emma Frost was in her snow phase. Ah, yes. You're probably wondering what does that actually mean. Well, it turns out what that means is she did cocaine. I'm not kidding. That's that's the official. That's the official statement. Yeah, she she did cocaine back then. Chris Claremont's X-Men were weird. But if you called me on it, I say, I fix you in the eye and say, if you call a horse something as ghastly as butter rum, you deserve everything you get, darling. Yet another defense. You don't touch me. It was worse when I said things to myself. Now, I'm a little more honest. So, I can't sleep because I'm a cocktail of excited and petrified. The Hellfire yellow Rooms, of course I'm restless. I knew I would be so I choose to sleep alone, passing the night tossing and turning in all diamond hard. I'm pretty sure Scott's thinking something about that. Scott told me when I sleep as a diamond, it's uncomfortable. I'm cold. Nothing people haven't said before. I don't know what he sees in me. I also know exactly what he sees in me. Yes, like the time I had a psychic affair with him, as dressed up as Jean Grey, and while he was married. We were weird in the Grant Morrison days. It's difficult knowing how exa- exactly how magnificent you are while also knowing you're nothing. Oh, yes. Yes, that, that's a perfectly way to describe yourself. Telepathy allows two things. Control and empathy. You can make people puppets. You can see people as they really are. And in my darkest hours, I wonder if that's why I'm not quite up there with Gene. I can only ever commit to the former. I have to be untouchably perfect, which means that I never will be. To achieve perfection, one must be touched, and touched profoundly. And I'm aware that when I'm touched, I am hurt. I'm still a little angry with Scott. I funded Utopia, then was ruined by it. X-Men, I'm more than a little burned out on the men part. Oh, please, after what happened with with the uh, Jennifer Lawrence Raven and the uh, X-Men Dark Phoenix movie where they made that joke? Yeah, that wasn't funny then to many people. They don't realize how important Tricoa is for me. Now I went all in with Magneto and Xavier to find out their games with Moira and the risks they took. They took with all our futures. I will not let my children suffer harm. And perhaps the only order in which is we apply was Diltow heel to the throat of the world. So the gala, a new era. It's a shame we haven't gotten a big announcement. But what could surpass last year's revelation of bringing life to a dead world? I mean like we killed, I mean like the Avengers brought it back at one point, then it was killed, then we brought it back, it's kind of a mess. But we must be unforgettable. Oh, if only it could have broken after the gala. Still, the show must go on, and then I just had to go ahead and think it. So yeah, she's talking about the Immortal X-Men event that Daily Bugle published by Ben Yorick. What's the worst that could happen? The moment you said that, you should have realized that was a stupid thing to say, Emma, even for you. And then we see Emma Frost return to her her crystal cavern, drenched in blood, and looking into her mirror, simply glaring at it, saying, "How dare they?" Emma's gonna, Emma's gonna, co- going to. Oh god, I had a joke here, but now I lost it. Emma's gonna, let's see. Uh, Can uh, <laughs> I talk to someone? Okay. Immortal X-Men. Part 4. Diamonds Are Forever. The alienation of Krakoa was founded on an idea of mutant sovereignty and governed by, right over by the collective known as the Quiet Council. Hope's recent ascension and the council is quite still a bunch of members but right now they have something more pressing to deal with. The Secret of Mutant Resurrection is out. We're doomed! DOOMED! Meanwhile, earlier on the Hellfire Gala, a word, Ebba, I'm afraid I'm a trifle busy ambassador. I can imagine, in mortality. You offered us a drug to give people an extra five years of life when you had this, we can talk about it another time. I have a trillion fires to put out to fight now, and no, it is the right time because of those fires our analysts have been going at work too. This is going to burn out control, unless if we do something. The news have something everyone wants. It's not a gift that we can share. It is a limited resource, not a dupli- not duplicate technology. It's not as easy as waving a magic wand and saying, hey presto, hugs with your beloved grandmother. We need more information than that. Do you mean it won't work on humans or you choose not to make it work or over 16 million dead? Yes, it's awful that humans are dying, but all our millions are still dead. And dead by the hands of the Sentinels. Yes, let us blame the Sentinels even though it was a mutant named Cassandra Nova who did this, who unleashed the Sentinels, and we brought her back to life and now she's part of the Marauders. We have really messed up efficacies, aren't, don't we? Even if we could, I don't see why a single human should be brought back while there's still mutants in the ground. And the ambassador's just... I don't know if this was the drawing of it all, but... Yeah, he does seem to be smiling at the fact that Emma's pissed off. Over 16 million dead and you all watched. Some of you even cheered. I'm sure that's never gonna be repeated again for mass genocide against mutants. Instead of you made profits selling the parts to make the machines that tore us to pieces. I'm sorry that your children died, but I have to look after my children first. I understand your position, but be realistic. If you're just saying it's a limited resource, it need not be shared with anyone. Give access to our leaders, key donors, industry figures. Once we we have it, we can ensure the majority accept it. Kakoa has made deals to secure its future before. This is just another one. I'll talk to the council. Emma! And and a woman throws a bucket of sheep's blood at her, dousing her outfit in sheep's blood. Yeah, that's never going to come off. It's sheep's blood. Her husband died in a bony accident last week. As Wolverine and Beast hold her back, I'm pretty sure Wolverine's like, Wait, how did I get here? Wasn't I with Spider Man chasing after Morn, Metagra, and MJ's body? Man, that was an odd day. Okay? While well, Beast is probably thinking, Oh, the amount of torturous ideas I can do to her. <laughs> She's angry and bitter. As I touch her mind, I feel its red wash over me. I'm doused inside and out. You never understand how Charles just lets them in. All the pain in the world, I have enough of my own. The ambassador words haunt me, he's right, this needs to go away, but how? Most people don't care about Mars, they care about life. As she wipes the blood off, she takes to her diamond form. There is one tiny upside. Dear, dearest Scott, brought me a present. He told me something. Tomorrow, I get to hurt the worst of men. It's a small comfort, no matter what I am. I'm not as bad as him. So we cut to the next day as Mr. Sinister goes ahead and talks and partitions his thought process to the Quiet Council. Perhaps this is an opportunity. If world leaders are interested in letting me clone them and giving me an opportunity to meddle with their genius, we should embrace it. Who wouldn't want to kill Switch on all the world's leaders? Ah, Sinister, your evilness knows no bounds. Mistake dismisses this idea because, let's be real, even sister knows why she really disagrees with this. Please, you only object because it puts you out of a job. What would you do with all your time? You didn't have awful men with table cigars to whack. hmm? Please, Nathaniel, stop. Everyone, this Xavier is horrified by what he's feeling from his telepathy. This is awful. I'm getting news: a man, a sick man. He injected himself with a mutant growth hormone and then he killed himself. Thought he died as a mutant, he'd come back and oh, the poor fools. Everyone's silent over this until Exodus points out the obvious. Can we be blamed for the stupidity of humanity? (gasps) Okay, I understand that. No, but we can feel sympathy here. Mein Gott, this is only the start. We must hold on to our empathy, our humanity. Humanity, my boy, are you sure you should be on this mutant council? Oh, don't be such a pedantic bore, Raven. At the least, this understand this is terrible PR. Ah, uh, Sebastian, uh, you're still pissed out after what happened with Emma and the Marauders did to you after you killed killed their leader for a time. Doesn't matter if we give a damn or not. We should be making the appropriate frowns and puppets. This may even be profitable. Mind the coffers a little. And we should stop here. There's something else we should discuss before going further. Yeah, Emma Frost, let's go ahead and stop your buddy, the Black King, from going ahead and, you know, making money off of the dead, even though you went ahead and preached about how, how the human did that to your people. So, uh, yeah. I have some memories from Scott. I'd like to present the signature, signature to the psychics in the room for confirmation. Are these from Scott's mind? They are. I Oh, I'd recognize the lack of quiver and that stiff upper lip anywhere. Good. We're all agreed. Then let me project this to everyone. It's quite fascinating. Ah, yes. The evil Dr. Stasis. (laughs) Okay, I don't know why, but every time I hear that name, Dr. Stasis, I was thinking, yeah, now that sounds like someone you would expect from an old, old, old-school-era, villainy science, archetype scientist Which exactly is what he is, so I'm pretty sure they're just embracing the fact that we're in a world where there's a giant head working for Orcus. I think we can embrace the madness a little bit. So yeah, this has been happening in the pages of the X-Men, where the X-Men have been battling Orcus, and more specifically, the evil Dr. Stasis. So... And then Scott made a stunning reveal at the end of one of the issues between 11 and 12. Scott thought he was a human geneticist working with Orcus. He his op- used his optic blast to shadow the helmet, revealing... Nathaniel Essex! Dun, dun, dun! But he made an interesting discovery, and everyone is shocked. He claims to be Nathaniel Essex. The real Nathaniel Essex, not the clone we have here. I don't... I don't understand. I... I... He doesn't even make a joke. For a second, I almost believe him. I just... I... I am the And he teleports himself using... Uh, using uh, Nightcrawler's genetics to make a smoke bomb. To make a stink bomb. The smell is even worse. I feel sick. He has... Has he increased the brimstone smell? He's turned my ability into a stink bomb? No, I think it should be more along the lines of, he escaped. We'll add to the list of crimes. He can't have gone far. Where is he? I found him. Well, that was quick, Exodus. Now you should be able to subdue him and, and he's already duplicated himself. Well, with multiple copies of him. Come quickly. Sinister thinks he has created a distraction. He has merely given more people the opportunity to punch him. Ah, Exodus, your love-relationship with Sinister is more the more funny. I am Spartacus! I am Spartacus! I am Brian! And I'm out of here! Ah, the Immortal X-Men beating up Sinister as much as they could. Hello, Nathaniel. Don't you want to know what's going on? You can't run from this. Destiny proclaimed, sitting idly by the portal. Don't be a coward. Thanks for the food for thought, Irene. Good to catch up. You couldn't stop him? Hmm. We'll see. A club? On my forehead? Ridiculous. Absolutely ridiculous. I'd never be in a club that would have me as a member. Yes, don't look at me like that. You look ridiculous, God. whatever this thing is, I know. Diamonds, clubs, and two more. That's stupid. I mean, even Colossus has that worked out. So he's talking to the giant tortoise that has Cyclops' optic blasts. And then Mr. Sinister decides to reveal this. Maybe I can get past Judgment Day this time. Ah, so you already know what's gonna happen on Judgment Day. <laughs> God damn it. But this is new. How could I have missed this? Systems. Upload all intagged information to the latest Mura. Let's go back and see what else I can find about this stasis ruffian. Burn this timeline into the heavens with it. And as he prepares to shoot, something flashes into his head. Don't be a coward. Irene knew I'd be here. She could have stopped me. She knows something, but what? Does she suspect? If she does, she suspects my fail-safes. So, does she think that playing to my pride would stop me? Any nonsense! She is absolutely right. Infuriating, infuriating woman. Well, I can always blow it all up if it gets too bad. heart never won fair reality, Nathaniel. Best be careful. Purge all oh, my personalities, machine, and clean and stall. Oh. And a bunch of sinisters are talking, giving away. And since he is talking, as he prepares to go ahead and upload his personality constructs into, well, the machine. There you are, you beautiful bastard. It's a wonder what a cocktail Deadpool scrappings, five choice seasons of Drag Race, and a sample of Oscar Wilde will do for a chap. I always imagine people's faces when I say the last bit of Course Oscar Wilde was a mutant. The twist is, he was a feral sort. Just little, like little James, the clue is the name. There's only one Nathaniel Essex in any way that counts. Very well, I'm ready for my close-up. Hello darlings, I'm back in Quake Contraire. I'm very sorry I panicked. He was like me, but hideous, you understand. I'm looking forward to helping you all get to the bottom of this. I will clear my name. Kill him, we can always bring him back when we make our minds up. This really isn't what the spark is about. Uh, there is always the pit. Oh Irene, i touched, a voice of clemency. Wait, look. And Sinister teleports away, much to everyone's irritation, hoping he's dead. Please say he's dead. We're overdue for a stroke of luck. No, I don't think so, I... Yeah, he's been kidnapped. Oh, just wonderful. One of our absolute mofthins is missing. Not at all suspicious. Oh, don't worry. He's over in the pages of Eve of Judgment, which we will get into eventually. For the Judgment Day event, since he's going to help build a god. Pretty sure that's going to be an ego boost. Destiny's been talking about the war that's coming. She thinks Sin's kidnapping is part of it. She seems unsure whether he's party to it or not. Frustrating. She's being vague and you can't tell whether she generally doesn't know or it's just hedging her bets. I know she would save mutants no matter what the cost, and that I can trust her. She believes in Krakoa, which makes me realize something profoundly and awfully sad. I'm still sleeping in my diamond form. I'm acting like I'm going to get old. Oh, please, this is the Marvel Universe. At best, you'll be drawn badly, which hopefully doesn't happen anytime soon. The problem with telepathy, you can make anyone believe whatever you want, except yourself. To look, glass world, it was Alice that said, I've, I have a scepter in hand, I have a crown on my head. Let the looking glass creatures, wherever they be, come and dine with the Red Queen, the White Queen, and me. Lewis Carroll, through the looking glass. Next issue, the fire in the desert, tie into Judgment Day. So that's the end of that issue. <laughs> that was a pretty wild ride of Emma Frost's exploration as a character, and the continuing antiques of Sinister and Friends. Oh Destiny has to play Minefield games with Sinister in order for him not to blow up the timeline. So yeah, that's the most interesting aspect of this entire thing so far, especially all the politicking. Oh, I'm looking forward to catching up on Judgment Day and getting you all up to date with that going up, with that goings. But, we'll have to see next time. The issue, in and of itself, as it was a lead-in a little bit to Judgment Day, which says just kidnapping. He's been kidnapping the Eternal Spoilers. So, the word. while I still wish Lucas was the one doing the drawing, it it, it is a good substitute artist for this to do this currently and the colorist is still on board so that still maintains some consistencies these with the direction and the art and the art style but the writing is the, is the thing that really is dense and everything about it like it's not as dense as as the destiny chapter but we'll see down the road what else happens. I am curious as to know what he's what Carrie gonna do after Judgment Day. There's always teasing with with more going back to the past, focusing on destiny and mystique what, like during their early years together as a couple. So we'll have to see when that comes out after Judgment Day is all d- said and done. But next issue, we'll focus on Exodus during the events of Judgment Day's first outing. So we'll see you all again next time. This was Neo Reality Collective. Stay tuned for this this last ad break and outro. We'll see you all again next time. Peace and take care and have a good day, everybody. Take care.
0: Be sure to donate to the brand and keep up to date with additional content on YouTube channels, such as Neo Reality Entertainment. NRE The Wrestleverse and NRE Pop Culture Omniversa.